magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy reader, healer, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome, everybody. In our, I feel like you said it differently that time. Oh, which thing? The, the opening? Everyday lives. Just the oh, everyday did I? lives. It's I don't gonna, know. I'm Maybe sure not. it'll evolve uh, <laughs> as we go. <laughs> Every day's different. Yep. Maybe we're getting used. I'm getting used to recording this for our Patreon listeners because we oh, usually. Already? This is only the second time. Oh, you well, mean you're I'm still saying getting I'm in. Used to yeah, it. That's yeah, that's right. That's right. Of at eventually it goes away, but we always do this little thing at the beginning where we center and clear, and it's not usually recorded. Yeah, it, it does add a slight element of self consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get used to it. Yeah, we will. We'll totally get used we to it. We know those so. people watching love us. I hope so. Anyway, yeah, they're if they're on our Patreon, we assume <laughs> they they, they want us to do well, or maybe a strong like, strong like. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, how I know I remember the cards we picked last week. At least one of them. I remember we got the Treasure Island. This is where we check in with the cards we picked last week to see if they related to our week. Yeah, and also just kind of talk about our week. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, you got Treasure Island, and then I got Artemis, which was Focus the, from the uh, Spirit Cats Oracle. Hmm. So, yeah, how did that play out for you this well, week? Well, I, I also remember that you were like, don't focus on your doubts, right? Did I think you feel like well, you said I did. Well, I did feel guided to say to everyone, like, trust your intuition this week. Oh, okay, yeah. I might have said something about don't focus on your doubts, but it was like, just really wanted to give everyone a pep talk about trusting their vibes. Well, that's nice. I liked that. I, I like to, I don't listen to the whole podcast every week, but I listen to the end to see what Brett puts at the very end. Oh, yeah. Me you know, too. so sometimes yeah. I listen also to that <laughs> part, and I, I needed it when you said that. Oh, when I was listening. I, yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, okay, just listen to the highest part of me. Um, I don't know. It was a complicated week for me. (laughs) There was good and bad. Well, first, one of our cats, Curtis, like, I I honestly don't understand how people who don't work from home handle their animal situations because we've had more than once. Of course, we also have an inordinate amount of animals. Many, many. We were on a little nonprofit (laughs) rescue over here. Um, But, like... He uh, he was fine in the morning, and then I was sitting there, um, I think I was about to meditate or something, and then I noticed, like, his mouth looked really weird, his tongue was sticking out, and he had blood coming from it. Oh, anyway, long story short, his, one of his teeth, like, rotted, I guess, and, like, oh. got chipped and fell out, and he was, like... His, he couldn't close his mouth. Oh, Poor so baby. awful. I know. It was so sad. But he's good now. He had to have six teeth removed. Oh, yeah. No, Solo recently had to have a ton of teeth removed. I guess their teeth rot. This is like a thing about cats. Well, yeah. We now have, let's see. Well, our two older cats have hardly any teeth because they've had them <laughs> removed. And then <laughs> and Dr. Schwartz, who died, also didn't have any teeth. But I thought it was like in their family. Yeah. 
I'll, I won't go into every single cat we have, but most of <laughs> we will be here for a long time. But um, it's like a whole new podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> Brett and I have talked about doing a podcast a lot, and uh, it would probably just be us talking about our animals. Anyway, yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> if, if you want more in depth about dental surgery on our animals, tune in. <laughs> um, just kidding, but. So what I'm saying is, oh, thank God it was like Dental Awareness Month because also another one of our cats had to have a bunch of his teeth removed January 31st, but they let us, they gave us a discount because Dental Awareness Month started February. Oh, interesting. I mean, this is why I said to the vet, this is why we can't have nice things because all of our money is like, go. it's it's crazy. But you know mm-hmm. what? We chose to do this, so... I just realized my phone isn't off. Um, I just like can't help. But we can't help. We have we just say things, and it does it does bring you so much joy. That I mean, is I witness right. it every podcast. <laughs> I witness the joy that your animals bring you, <laughs> and that's just. I hate to say this because I do love animals equally, but I just feel more. I am a cat, so I feel more like bonded to the cats and mm-hmm. I you haven't witnessed me with cats I mean that's a whole other thing you only witness when the dogs come in and out I mean sometimes Georgia's in the room mm-hmm. Georgia's a dog though oh, even though she's a cat right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah but no I so love I feel bad now I you know I love my dogs oh you yeah said, I can you see witness it. Yes. it um but anyway it was just a big thing that was upsetting <sighs> So there's that. But then the Treasure Island, I mean, we, and I was talking to you a little bit. I'm not going to go too into this, but we started our Patreon this week, which we're so grateful to everybody. We're grateful to everybody, whether you're on the Patreon or not. We are. Um, I'm getting really excited, though. Like, I have been thinking, having more ideas for little, you know, meditations and stuff. But um, it also, I was telling you, brought up like a lot of vulnerability for me because, and we've talked about this before, we love our listeners. We don't want anyone to feel like they have to do, which they don't. No. Absolutely. I understand that. But it is still also like vulnerable to be like, hey, do you want this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, for me to feel like, you know. So there was some vulnerability hangover happening for me regarding that yeah but that's how my week was how was yours it was really good so since we did the reading you and I did that reading we talked about it last week if you didn't listen last week Natasha helped me clear out a really really deep um, energetic dynamic like helped recognize it name it and clear it out it was past life that I think that's why uh maybe it was partly so much because it was past life clearing and I mean, it has been pretty blissy over Ooh. here because of that shift. I I mean, it might be other things too. I just have been feeling really a lot of joy. I mean, the growing so light, nice. like there's been really beautiful snow and then beautiful sunlight on the snow. And I got to see my brother this week. He oh, was you in town. Did? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, he was in town for work and uh Ted and I went out to dinner with him, and that was so fun. I love bonding with him. Well, you know what I wanted to tell you was, of course, I love working it with everybody, but there is a special kind of thing when I work with someone who's already doing so much work because oh, yeah. there's like this immediate you know when you've already done so much, and then it's like you shift something, it's like you there's an immediate um 
I guess gratification isn't the right word, but oh, like, yeah. like there's an immediate change. Like you feel it right away, you know? Right. Where, well, and then yeah. the fact that I was able to name it too, or like describe it to you, because that's what happened was I, I scheduled yeah. a session with Natasha because I had run in, I was doing the Sedona method, which is about clearing emotions. And I ran into this emotion that wasn't going away. And like, that's part of how the Sedona method works is you feel the feeling and you allow it and then it starts to dissipate and they all did but this except for this one feeling of anger that was related to this one kind of I went deep into where it, it originated and I'm like why isn't this dissipating and so I feel like the fact that I was able yes, to name right. that to you and yes, like kind yeah. of describe how I saw the origins like we started at a, like right. a deep level already. Exactly that's what I mean like when you already know that it's um, and again, I'm not trying to say like, or to sound like evolved or whatever, but you know, sometimes the work takes a while. So if you're starting at it in the beginning, a lot of it's just clearing out a lot of gunk, a lot of gunk that's been in the way a while. But then when you get down to the core and you start really clearing out core pictures and core like past life stuff, it's like, whoa, like right. you really see like a huge shift I mean you see you can see a shift at any level but it's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so I have been feeling so much joy but then mm. at the same time I have also I did feel a vulnerability this week in you the did. way that um just like some self-consciousness about my appearance you know that really uh. happens with I mean partly because I think maybe being 42 I feel like I'm starting to really notice that yes. I look like I'm in my 40s which is fine I'm not yeah. against looking like I'm in yeah. my 40s I just like <laughs> sometimes it um I just feel self-conscious about my appearance and when I, I do know. videos too I, like on yes. YouTube and stuff um do people say anything is that what's happening or no no it's oh, more like that it's a self it's a deep self-consciousness of mm -hmm. being like oh here's my face and mm. here i am yeah. moving around and talking and now i'm gonna put this up for the world to see if they want and so yeah. i did feel some um some of that but i started reading this book called the body is not an apology have you heard mm -hmm. of that book wow that sounds yeah. nice i know it's by <laughs> Sonia Renee something we'll put oh. it in the show notes but okay. um it's really so far been really inspiring it talks about the mm. she calls it the um body shame profit complex Ooh, like how wow. we're in this culture that it's she calls it body terrorism even like that mm. we are so and and it's interesting how she talks about this body shame being connected not just like we think about like oh I feel fat today or I'm feeling old or whatever it's not just that that's part of it that that's oh this isn't this is a body shape that we're supposed to have and this is a body shape we're not supposed to have. Mm -hmm. But it's also like racism. Oh, that's yeah. related to our bodies or totally. ableism. Totally. Or ageism. I mean, really so much oppression is based on shaming us for like we don't look like the standard, whatever that oh, that's yeah. like an imaginary thing. Oh, racism so is huge with body ex like acceptance. It's like, right. yeah. Yeah. And um, like homophobia and then uh -huh. the intersectionality of all of those. And it's just um, really a neat I, – I knew I – I felt like I needed another mm. perspective on changing, you know, into – really approving of myself no matter what I mean, it's like yeah. I, this ongoing deprogramming and reprogramming that's happening you know I mean yes that men like really for the most part do not have to deal with like men 
in our society, and I maybe I can only speak from as a white person, so maybe people of color wouldn't feel this way, but it seems like men are allowed to H whatever race you know (laughs) they are or whatever it's like oh he's he's the silver fox you know if they have white hair but like a woman with white hair is not traditional you know if they do look according to standards good like Helen Mirren or something it's like a big deal Uh uh-huh I do think it's changing like it does seem like that's really changing that older women Mm -hmm. way more than when we were little are like yeah can be you know thought mm-hmm. of as really sexy and powerful and beautiful mm-hmm. um but i will say body shame i mean in my life i have witnessed my brother and my dad they both have mm. really been body shamed because they both when they were young uh oh, had larger yeah. bodies and were not and that was not okay in mm. in our family and so mm-hmm. but societally it's yes. not as common. It's yeah. not like I, I mean, yeah, maybe with um, weight, yeah, but I mean, everyone who's in a larger body, I'm sure there's shame involved. I was actually thinking more of like the face, like wrinkles and gray oh, right. hair and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I can see how the body nobody escapes it. Yeah, and the body is not an apology is really inspiring me because. I like how she talks about that it's this radical act to just love yourself yes. and accept yourself and yes. accept the differences. And I know we know that, but to say it in that way, I mm-hmm. think it's it's inspiring to be like, yeah, you know, totally. I sometimes do feel down on myself and I do feel worried about my appearance. And of course I do because I'm in this culture. But like, can I really be brave and yes. really radically love myself no matter what? And Yeah, that's how I feel with my body. Like, okay, yeah. this has to be radical. <laughs> it's yeah. insane. But, like, that you have to be radical, you know, to, like, love yourself that much. But there's so much pressure. Yeah, and the media, the, it is, it's really so, so relentless. But it is something that we can do and that doesn't just help us but helps everyone. And I do really feel like this is related to our session because it was, like, um, yeah. really deeply about mm. a, a big part of it was about trusting my um, own sense of what is beautiful and what I like and what I feel comfortable mm-hmm. with. And that's the opposite right. of letting in all those media messages of yes. like, oh, this is not right. And this is right. And this is how you can try to struggle to, you know, spend a lot of money in order to try to measure up to, you know, what yeah. Yeah. you should look like. It's just so Ugh, ridiculous. It's exhausting. I know even yeah. like with my age, like, for me, it feels brave to be like, I turn 50 <laughs> because yeah. like, you know, there is so much like shame around it in a sense. Like it, I, ha- I have to like fight that like, no, don't hide your age. Like I don't I want to like step into it because I mean, I don't feel like a traditional whatever that is, like 50 year old. Whatever our concept is. Like yes, that. Yeah. exactly. But um, but I do think it's like. I, I don't know. I just, I'm, that's why I say it a lot <laughs> so that I can own it, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, no, this isn't anything to be ashamed of. This is something to be proud of that I'm yeah. getting older, that I'm, you know, yeah, it's so complicated being a woman. And <laughs> I, I really do think that a lot of men do not 
have to go through a lot of that. I mean, like, even I posted a picture of myself yesterday, and then I was, like, telling Brett, again, I had vulnerability hangover about it, and he had to, like, talk me through it. And the one, it's like, I, I was beating myself up if I, you know, if it's good or bad. Like, some people on my Facebook were saying, like, oh, did you just turn 25? And then I was like, oh, no, I didn't put a filter on this, but I don't want to misrepresent what I really look like because I uh-huh. definitely don't look 25. <laughs> in, in normal circumstances, maybe I look – I shouldn't have posted it. I want to, you know, be authentic. And, like, I just went through this <laughs> whole thing. And then on that page I was, like, explaining myself and it was like – this is ridiculous. Anyway, you know, loving yourself is a real spiral and yeah. it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, but it is such an inspiring practice to keep yes, on showing up and you know, letting it, learning new ways to, new perspectives. and. Oh, I mean, you know. yeah. I mean, it's just like, it depends where you grew up on. I grew up like who you grew up with. So I grew up with basically people telling me I was never enough. So I've gone school come so far from mm-hmm. that and I'm very grateful because yeah the, it, even though it can be it's challenging it's so important I think it's really the most important work a person can do because mm-hmm. how you show up in the world is how you affect the world even the earth yeah that is one of the things in this book that it, the body's not an apology that she talks about is like what because she has these questions throughout and one of the questions that she it, it has come around to in a number of different ways is like what have you not done because of body shame? Like what has that kept you from doing or kept you from expressing or how has that kept you from being yourself? And to just think of it in that way, it is mm-hmm. like it's oppression that we're totally. like internalizing. So <sighs> it is really important work. And <laughs> when we love ourselves, then we inspire other people to love themselves and yes. we are more present to love them and just to yes. kind of increase love. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to, talk about this in the energy report but yeah just showing up and like if you are feeling love for yourself then you can spread love to other people and animals and you know like and an animal is a great example of that like a loving animal you know just by being (laughs) like animals don't think well sometimes they have self-love issues actually but like Usually they're not doubting themselves. Yeah, it's our natural state. Like when we're babies, right. we just love our bodies. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Which we don't think Louise about Hay it. Talks about that. Like you just, you just love your body. Yeah. You love everything about it. There's and so no, then like... the animal has a good effect on you. You know, like because they love, they're loving. Yeah. And, but if you're in a bad mood or hard on yourself, then you're probably going to be shitty to other people if you're being shitty to yourself. Right. And holding back your light and then your uniqueness that you can share. Yes. And this last thing I'm going to say is I've been once again thinking a lot about my deathbed and like... Oh, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like how... (laughs) (laughs) I've really been thinking about it a lot also because P.S. The veil is really thin right now. I don't oh, know if you have noticed that. Oh no! You're now that you're saying that. Yeah, I'm I can sure sense that. Oh my yeah. god! I've like been. Yeah, it's just like so easy for me to talk to people. Um, some of my On best friends side. are dead. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> very true. But um, so I've been coming back again to like, okay, when I die, like. What am I going to want to feel about my life? And lately it's been like, I want to feel like I was good to myself. Like yeah. I really treated this person really well. 
Yeah. So that's what I keep coming back to when I'm having a hard time. Like, hey, you know what? You, you don't want to be shitty to this person called Natasha in this lifetime. This is you. You're like, I'm uh, responsible for her. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. yeah. And then how it keeps you from the present moment, too, to be like, because that's when one of the times when I was really aware of it was Ted and I were driving somewhere maybe it was when we were driving to see my brother and I was like yeah I just feel really I just don't feel very attractive right now I just and like just being aware of like saying that and thinking that and how that like keeps me from being present with Ted it keeps me from being like present with how beautiful the surroundings were at that moment because they were really pretty like snowy Mm. trees and mountains so yeah there's that too I want to say I don't think it's an accident that was coming up when you were seeing your brother like f- family stuff there's a lot of oh that. yeah 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 our family um not that he puts no. that on no, me, no, but no, no, no just like growing up in that there was like a real big is <laughs> a really big big focus in our family on being fit and mm-hmm. attractive oh my it's kind of like part of the family identity in mm. our small town you oh, know like in a small town like a whole family i don't know there's like certain ego traits that oh. go along with a whole family because everyone knows everyone else in a you know what i mean interesting. yeah so i think that could be you're probably right mm. yeah that's interesting yeah my family my dad is gonna be 89 this year i feel like i've told this a hundred times but he runs four miles a day Oh, did I not wait, tell you my that? My dad too. Well, we, my dad also runs. Like, How old is he? He's maybe four old. or five. No, he's not eighty-nine. He's seventy-two. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if he kept Whoa. doing this? He's yeah. eighty-eight. He'll be. My, no, my dad July. will. My dad is yeah. going to definitely going to keep doing. It. Yeah, he there's, runs. He runs in the rain. Yeah. He runs. When oh my he god! Is, there's fires. He's just. Oh, he does. my mom died <laughs> at four a.m. No, no, my mom died at one a.m. My dad got up at four to run. Oh, yeah, that is, (laughs) oh, my gosh, yeah, that our dads have that in common. That's so funny. Oh, my God. And he lifts weights. I feel like I said this because he went to, maybe I didn't, but he goes to this gym called Nifty After 50. Maybe I shouldn't mention this here, but (laughs) it's just such a funny name. And especially it's like, oh, maybe I can go to his gym now. Um, (laughs) I think it's mostly a lot older people, but he goes there four times a week and lifts weights. Mm -hmm. My dad lifts weights too. Yeah. And then he comes home and he does this. <laughs> he does. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want me sharing this whole thing. But he's basically very fit. <laughs> he listens to a tape of an old yoga class he used to go to. He had the guy record it on a cassette tape like 15 years ago. Oh, <laughs> and, and he, he does the same one? Wow. Does he, he just must love that class. He's very rigid, my father. Oh. I'm very rigid like mm. he has very big rules about how things should be that's how he does it I mean that's how he keeps mm. up this routine I mean some yeah. ways I really admire it you know like I yeah. wish I was that <laughs> had that kind of like oh no this is how it needs to be you know oh uh, yeah because that's what it is oh, that's gosh. interesting I didn't realize how similar our dads were in that way that's it's so funny too because a lot of times when I talk to him on the phone he's like so you've been working out Oh, wow. And then I'll be like, Ted been working out. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, Ted. Yeah, he lifts weights. He went for a walk yesterday. <laughs> that is so funny. My dad does not actually put that on anyone else. 
his oh, own yeah. routine. No, my he dad does. He do tries that. to get his employees to work oh, out. Oh, wow. That and he complains so to me funny. that they don't. Oh, my. Yeah, because my mom <laughs> was not fit at all. Oh. And he didn't. It's just his own thing. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like we've okay. talked quite oh, yeah, a this bit. This is really like. <laughs> well, now you guys know what's going on with us. <laughs> Sorry if that went on too long. Um, okay. Well, so in, in lieu of questions today, we're going to do Metaphysics 101, right? We are, but maybe we want to talk about oh, goddess right, provisions right, first right. real quick. First, real quick, goddess prov- Did you get your new box? No. You know what oh. I did get, though? I got okay. the sac- the new sacred self-care oracle that now has a book. I mean, little... my God, they're just sending you things left and right. <laughs> Do they even <laughs> well, know I I'm on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they are going to send me the box oh. now. Like maybe because hmm. I would have assumed they would have sent me both at the same time. They did offer both. I Mm-hmm. But I only got one, so maybe that was mm-hmm. why, because I'm not t- doing it. Okay, <laughs> unboxing well, on. We'll, I'll let you whatever. know. Whatever. I, I really want that amethyst nail polish, but I mean, yeah, so do amethyst I. Infused. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, don't let this deter you from getting about it. Obviously, we're we're so we're, we're fighting over it. Yeah, we really like God. Yeah, it, I'll, I'll try to say it. You tell me if I left yeah. anything out. It just, it's basically the best kind of new agey box you could ever want in your life, witchy box you could ever want. It's like comes with five to six full sized items. <laughs> I feel like you're looking at me like, what's she going to say? <laughs> Is she <laughs> doing it up. right? Okay. You didn't catch up. Um, I mean, <laughs> crystals. This month, there's a bracelet in there. Um, there's tea, there's crystal, there's amethyst, the aforementioned amethyst um, nail polish this month. Anyway, every month, it's seriously, there's this little brass lighter that case that I got that has a sun and a moon on it. I mean, it's, I just love every one of these boxes. And they are vegan, cruelty free. They plant a tree for every box that you buy. I mean, Good job. it's a great like, company. Thank like you so how much. You keep looking at me. <laughs> You're doing great. I Keep mean, it up. I usually do look at you during. <laughs> I'll look over t- out the window. And <laughs> this is a, okay. Um, and oh yeah, so tell about where they find us on our website, right? MagicMondayPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. MagicMondayPodcast.com. Yeah, on the right, there's a Goddess Provisions banner, and if you click on that, then you can support our podcast mm-hmm. when you subscribe or get a box. And there's a, it's also inside the show notes. There's a link. Yeah. And before, and should we, well, let's talk about Patreon after we, I feel like we need to give them something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Other than we'll our move personal on. We'll move on. <laughs> More... <laughs> Talking about our dad's fitness regime. <laughs> let's get to some relevant content here. So mm-hmm. the, um, is so it a regime or a routine? <laughs> I just said our dad's fitness regime. Oh, is your it... dad's is a, sounds like a regime. Okay. Yeah. My okay, dad's thank you. is more of a routine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But it's so... sort of a regime because, Mm. Anyway, now we won't go into any more about that. <laughs> All right. So now about it's time for, yeah. should we just sing you, a I'll sing a song. You sing a song. Metaphysics. Yeah. Oh, no, that was off key. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm up for it today. Metaphysics. You can do it. Okay, okay. I can do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Breathe. Metaphysics 101. It's kind of minor. One, I was waiting one. for the sound effect. <laughs> Let's just go on. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, well, maybe that there's was no. Beautiful. I don't think there was a sound effect last time. Well, oh, oh not last time, but there we was. do have you're one. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, so Metaphysics 101 this week. We're talking about dream interpretation because we are moving into Pisces season. Which may be why this podcast has felt so um, dreamy. Yeah. All over the, not very, okay. We're focused. (laughs) Sort of a slightly ungrounded, fluid. Fluid. Thank you. Nothing wrong with being fluid. (laughs) So, yeah, Tuesday, the sun moves into Pisces. And Pisces is the sign of most that is most aligned with sleep and dreams and intuition. No wonder I love to sleep. Yeah. I'm a Pisces rising. Yeah. As you may remember. And part cat. And part cat. Which that's also. I mean. so. So. (laughs) <laughs> or all cat. Um, so dream interpretation. So this is, I have this dream interpretation um, technique that is extremely reliable. And oh, Ted, my boyfriend, wait. taught me this dream interpretation Oh, he technique. did. Uh, this is so funny because Brett is an excellent dream interpreter. Oh, just like Ted. Yes. Well, Ted's the best. It's just, it comes very natural to him. Oh, this is so, in- boy, this is the episode Are where we... we find out we're, <laughs> we're the same person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Living the same life. Okay. Um, yeah. So Ted, I learned this from Ted because I would have, I would tell him a dream and then, uh, and I don't tell him my dreams all the time because he gets really bored by dreams. But yeah, when one really do. stands out to me, you mm-hmm. know, or upsets me or just like seems really confusing or funny or something, I'll tell him. And when we first got together and I would tell him, he would say, well, what do you think it means? And then I would say, I don't know. And then he would say, well, but if you had to, just if you had to say, if you had to guess, mm-hmm. what would you guess? And then I would go, oh. And every time I would say what I had to guess and it would be so obvious suddenly. Like, oh. oh, yeah. That's exactly what it means. It's so obvious now. Hmm. So, and this is, it actually works well with intuition in general. Like, mm-hmm. if you had to, it, it like, Putting it in the hypothetical, too, it takes it out of, like, you don't have the pressure to be right. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh, if I, ha- if I had to guess, I would say this or this or this. Um, that's really, really a reliable tool for dream interpretation. Mm-hmm. An- another that's your way tool to- is ask yourself, what does this mean? What well what if you had to guess yeah if you mm-hmm. just if you had to say something because if like I being reluctant at first was like oh, well I don't know mm-hmm. well yeah of course you don't know for right, sure right but if you had to guess what would it be and this is it, the difference between you and me because when Brett the, proves we are different people because when <laughs> Brett asks me well what do you think I'm like just tell me what it means because uh, he's always right about it so oh I'm yeah like, no I feel like Ted could also probably yeah. do that too okay. And then, so then when he does that, are you like, oh, yeah, it's so obvious? Well, I'm usually like, you are a genius and you (laughs) should be interpreting everybody's dreams because it's so right on. And I feel like I wouldn't have thought of it, but I also don't give myself the chance. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe try it. But Mm -hmm. also, he knows you really well. That's what he says. He says he couldn't do it for anybody else but me. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think... If Ted knew someone to some extent or knew what was going mm-hmm. on with their lives. But it is really related to this thing that I read in a book called Why We Sleep, which I'm going to talk about again in Practical Magic. Mm. Have you read this book? Mm-mm. It's by Dr. Matthew Walker. He is has researched sleep for 
like 20 years or something. And it's really an interesting book. But hmm. one of the things he talks about is that dreams often um, mirror emotional things that we're going through. But the content, like the actual literal content of them doesn't necessarily, oh. but the emotions do. So mm -hmm. you can kind of see that like if you wake up from a dream and you're feeling like, oh, I don't know what that dream was about, but I know I felt really unsettled or I know I felt mm. really self-conscious or mm -hmm. I felt really like a lot of love or something like then it, it can be helpful to be like, well, where in my life right now might I be feeling that mm. and how could that dream have helped? Because it, 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 the way he talked about it, it gave me the sense that like it's been a while since I read it, but I did remember getting the sense that the dreams it's like therapy it like mm -hmm. they actually help you feel maybe yeah. challenging feelings and to process them mm -hmm. and definitely with things you're afraid of like um I love to think about that with dreams when you have a nightmare because mm -hmm. often like there's a lot of spells out there for like banishing nightmares oh, but no. nightmares can be so helpful and mm -hmm. so um illuminating because yeah. it's like usually there's some kind of terror that you are it's like a shadow side it's like something in waking life you don't want to look at or you don't want to think about mm -hmm. and then in the dream world you can look at it and it helps you to stop being as afraid of it mm -hmm. like you have this opportunity to become empowered well last night for instance I had a dream and it really brought up a lot of um first chakra issues mm. a lot of survival issues financial issues um not that I'm it's just fears I would say not that yeah. I'm actually you know in a crisis or anything but just like a lot of the old old fears about being able to make it that um came from my mother but anyway um <laughs> um so what I did was I I when I have a very emotional dream like that I like to clear it out for me I I clear out pictures but what I can recommend for people you could think like, which chakra is this related to? Oh, yeah. And then just give it a little um, clearing, which mm -hmm. I'm trying to think how I could recommend people to do it. I mean, what I do is I put a, you could just like put a piece, some gold light in that chakra and imagine anything associated with that leaving. Yeah. And then send it back to where it belongs or to the earth. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. And it helps along that natural therapy yeah. that's happening, like becoming conscious of it. That's really good dream magic mm, advice. Thank you. I really like that. Um, and also, I do have a little dream journal that I have not been using, but I, when I was using it, it's really interesting to notice the patterns because it's one that I bought that has like themes already listed. And so you can see like, oh, I dream about that theme a lot. Oh, yeah. And then you Neat. can... Neat. Yeah. Maybe you could tell us yeah, that dream I'll, journal. We'll mm -hmm. put it in the show notes. I would like to check that out. Yeah. It's hard to remember to do it in the morning. And also, it's the same thing as like, I feel like this is true of songwriting. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'll remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I oh, yeah. Dreams do. are like that. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I haven't been recording my dreams. Uh, well, I do in the morning pages sometimes. Oh, yeah. But I would like to maybe do, maybe during this Pisces season, yeah. I'll get some more like, you know, structured dream mm -hmm. recording going because that might be, and that might be a good idea. Yeah. For I mean, this is going to go into practical magic in my segment later. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so with the, the fear 
thing. I remember, uh, I always talk about this story when it comes to nightmares because I used to be really afraid of the end of the world. And mm. when I was in my early 20s, I had like every kind of dream you can possibly imagine about the end of the world, like wow. every way you could ever imagine the world ending. And at first when I was having those dreams, they were, it was like you could say they were recurring, but they were always different. Mm -hmm. um, at first it was so unsettling and I would wake up and I would be so scared. And then over time, it started, I dreamt it so many times that mm. I stopped being afraid. Oh, wow. And I even started liking it. Like oh, then it, I just started to, um, there was such an evolution. Like I started to dream that the world was ending. And then as soon as I knew it was ending, it became this beautiful moment of being present with everyone and oh, wow. just like really loving the world and like, because it's about to end. So let's just feel free mm. and feel connected and feel love. And it was, it was neat to watch yeah, the evolution. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that fear being dissipated and really transformed even into a presence totally. and courage. Well, that's a lot like lucid dreaming. You know, if you can oh, yeah. notice that you're dreaming, then you can a lot of times change how the dream goes. And one way you can notice if you're lucid dreaming, they say, look at your hands. And if, and if they look weird or something, then you know you're lucid, you're dreaming. Oh, interesting. One thing for me, I can never use a phone in my dream. So if I'm ever having a hard time on a phone, I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I ha definitely have that sometimes in my, I even had that last night. I oh, was really? trying to make a phone call. Yeah. It was really um, hard. So did you have a, a an assignment for the dreaming or... For no, the I mean, magic. Oh, just, just to try that if you ever want to interpret a dream. Okay, just try. Yeah. It, it sounds so simple, but it's actually really, really useful and effective. Mm -hmm. And also maybe try recording your dreams. And I really do think it's good to give yourself a little healing after a big dream because that stuff's hanging, hanging yeah, out there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um. All right. Well, why don't we now just talk for a moment about Patreon? It's... I guess it's too late at this point to join the giveaway, but, um, but yeah, we, do you want to say something? About oh, sure. We have, <laughs> we're uploading, um, the video recording of our, um, podcast, which is kind of fun. And mm -hmm. we're, we haven't done a Q and A yet, but we are going to, mm -hmm. and we have some, uh, MP3 downloads of meditations up. Mm -hmm. We're doing weekly affirmations. We're going to do, some uh, Metaphysics 101 video lessons on mm -hmm. there, too. Yeah, I think I'm going to do an in-depth one about ownership cords, maybe. But cool. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot. Hopefully, there's a lot of value there, and we really appreciate the support. It just, um, yeah, helps us, and we really appreciate it. And we also like giving this content. And even if you just want to be like, oh, we just want to support you, there's a $2 level, and you can get a meditation for that, a one-time meditation. But also, we'll, we might be just like uploading general stuff there that are for everybody. Yeah. So you can – I don't think it's on our – um, website yet but we should probably put it on there oh yeah I'll figure it out maybe we can okay. get up there by Monday okay and um, otherwise you can there's a link in on Instagram yeah or just and go to also, Patreon and yeah patreon.com slash magic Monday podcast oh right right that's how you do it 
All right, so now it's time for the energy report. Okay, I didn't change it because yeah. one person said they didn't want me to on Facebook. But she, and I said it, <laughs> and she is representative of probably a lot of people who don't want you to change thousands, it. Thousands, thousands of people. People who haven't even heard it are like, oh, God, I, they would feel it in the field if this song changed. It's important. <laughs> yeah, you got to leave it. Okay. Um, all right. So really the energy report is pretty simple this week because we are in Pisces season. And one thing that I've been noticing a lot is actually a lot of general overwhelm. Um, almost the opposite of what, or kind of what I was talking about with you in terms of not what you have (laughs) doing just like a bill (laughs) when I was talking about oh boy it's spicy season folks and I'm a Pisces rising so here we are um no what I was saying how you had like cleared out a bunch of stuff and so you were down to the core so the opposite of that and and within myself too by the way like I've been noticing just sort of this overwhelm feeling or this heavier feeling that's just um making it harder for people and myself to get to that core mm-hmm. picture um, or core whatever is going on. And I think that's partially because things are are in this more, first of all, we're in Mercury. Mercury was going to go retrograde by the time this is Oh, out. is it? Oh, let me look. I, think I it, knew it was coming up. I think it's the then. 16th or 18th. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, 16th. Okay, yeah. And... Oh, right. So definitely. So it was yes, day before this comes out. Mm -hmm. And we've been in the shadow of it anyway. And it's a long one. Um, We're going to be in the shadow of it, I think, until the end of March. Is Oh, really? Yeah, because it goes till like the 13th or something or the 12th of March. Um, Mm. So anyway, my point is just like things... It's more an ethereal time. It's more a time of, um, you know, how it is when Mercury's in retrograde. Maybe everything is not exactly in super in the flow. And I don't want to affirm that. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm not seeing it for some reason. I'll, okay. I'll figure it out while you're talking. Um. So, yeah. So I've, it's really just a time to slow down like real slow down and this is similar to the message I got last week which was really a heart-centered message of just slow down and feel your heart and this is similar in the sense that it's what I'm really getting is to breathe more so if you're feeling like oh my god overwhelmed or just like ugh, I have this feeling in my space I don't like it instead of resisting it or just um feeling overwhelmed by it, take a break. This is your sign like, oh, I need to take some deep breaths. Mm -hmm. So slow Mm -hmm. down, take five deep breaths if you can. And also, again, similar to last week, this is something that you can do throughout the day to sort of manage it so that you are more, the more we're in the moment, the less we're fighting this flow, fighting the flow of Mercury retrograde or just this overwhelm. So, um, you know, we mentioned before how like, oh, our routines don't have to be like a t- four hour <laughs> morning routine. You can be in the car and just say like, oh, I'm at a stoplight. I'm going to put my hand in my heart and just take five deep breaths and just be where you are. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So the more you're just not trying to do anything with it, not trying to change it, just be where you are. That is really, this may be my advice through the end of March. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Because it is a time, it's a watery time. So we want to just, you know, be where we are and go with the flow and not fight it. So for instance, like our pack, it may not feel like a two- people but like it has been different this podcast but if we were like fighting it oh no we should have been talking about other things or you know we right. should have been in a, at, at the energy report earlier in the podcast or something like that that's not helping anything so just being here now allowing what is to be which sounds very simple but you know it's very true and you it's have to use true. consciousness in order to do that um and there also, you can also ask yourself some questions, which um, I'm going to write down for, this is part of also the Patreon, we're writing out these um, rituals and our suggestions here. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we will be posting that on the Patreon, and I can't remember all of them, but basically it's like... Um, you know, you can ask yourself, just tune in and say, like, how how can I love myself more? Or how can I make more space for myself right now? That's the thing I'm really getting a lot of from people that have seen me this weekend. Also, just I'm really getting this message from my guides. It's like space. So you're making more space within so you're so that there's more room. I wonder if this sounds too out there, but so there's more room to flow. So you're not mm-hmm. being crowded by like, uh, you know, um, resistance or whatever, but having more space inside so that you can kind of go with the flow more. Yeah. Which is really important right now. Yeah. So that's my suggestion. Okay. So I did discover that Mercury goes direct on March 9th. Okay. I have heard that the shadow is kind of a long period. Extra long shadow. Yeah, it might be. Or it might be like a couple weeks. So like maybe definitely past mid-March. Okay. So we're kind of in it and that's okay. You know, I also think it's okay to know like sometimes Mercury, I actually wasn't feeling the shadow that much, but I know a lot of people were. And, um, and if you are, again, resistance is just a way to get trapped into it. So just notice, okay, this kind of sucks that this is happening or, you know, but that's okay. I'm going to go with the flow and what can I, how can I love myself more? How can I feel lighter in this how can I connect more yeah to my highest yeah, and just truth. bring your attention in the breath now I'm breathing yes. in now I'm breathing out yes. and you can even do that like if your mind is going crazy and then you're fighting it like oh no I shouldn't be yes. thinking so much and I sh- now I'm resisting it and I shouldn't be resisting so yeah. you're like resisting resisting yeah just like let that happen mm-hmm. but then go oh and I'm breathing in and now yes. I'm breathing out and yes. I feel the air on my skin and that's, look at that yeah. tree. That's what I was also going to say was, um, oh shoot, it left me again. So funny. Um, but, uh, it left me, but oh, it's okay. It'll about come resisting. It was about resisting and just like, yeah, letting yourself be okay with whatever is happening. Oh, and also just saying just for five breaths. That's what I was going to say. Can I not focus on this? Like, for five breaths, I'm going to focus on my breath. 
Yeah. And I'm not How gonna... does it feel when you breathe in? How does yes. it feel when you breathe out? It's such – it's like I know I think we talk about breathing all the time, which is good because it's such a powerful spiritual tool. And the more you consciously breathe, the more you can actually feel energy moving through your body. Mm-hmm. It actually moves energy when you breathe. And because you're bringing your mind – into alignment with something that your body just naturally does anyway, it brings their a harmony is created. So it's a really important thing, I think, for magical practitioners, for spiritual practitioners to learn is that just like kind of a rhythm, like you, it's not you're not going to be consciously breathing all day, but throughout the day when you can come into that habit of like, yeah, oh yeah, here's the in breath, here's the out breath. Like the more you do that over time, it's just like. That is a teacher for yes. how energy flows and how you can heal yourself and be present. And also, with what's yeah, going on. because that's why before I've talked about if you can just put your hand on your heart and connect to your inner child, give her some love, give yourself some love. If the inner child isn't something you can access, just even any little thing about yourself. Um, whenever you think of it, again, this is a practice. Like you can do that online at the pharmacy whatever just what no one has to know you're doing it the more we're connecting to ourselves like that the more um it's easier to weather these kind of less clear times yeah okay okay beautiful so now is it now is it my turn it sure is okay now it's time for practical magic So this week, we're talking about sleep, more about Mm, sleep. I love that. My favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I wanted to start with the feng shui of your bedroom. Because, Mm. see, sleep, we talk about, I think when people think of sleep magic, they think of um, receiving intuitive messages in your dreams Mm. or healing messages or, um, you know, healing anything psychological and that's all great Mm -hmm. um but i also think about just how sleep heals everything Mm -hmm. so when you support your sleep you will be more intuitive you'll be healthier you'll be more present you'll be more inspired um in why we sleep by matthew walker which is really interesting 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 book he talks about how um Pretty much every aspect of our health, our mental and physical health, is impacted by our sleep way mm. more than anyone has even realized. Like mm. that—that's what his data shows. He can link certain sleep patterns to certain mental illnesses. Mm. Like it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, really, just like mortality in general is like we are so yeah. much more likely to live long and prosper when we sleep deeply and oh, well. well. So I hope Brett, <laughs> when he's producing this episode, takes this to heart. Oh, yeah. He might want to read this book. I actually <laughs> learned about it because Matthew Walker, uh, Dr. Matthew Walker was on um, Joe Rogan, oh. which I – which Ted – listens to uh-huh. all the time and so ted was really inspired mm-hmm. by that podcast so i listened to or i read the book and it was just so fascinating mm. but so yeah every 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 aspect of our magic and our life is supported by sleep so bedroom feng shui number one is a clear 
like simple space mm. if it, if your bedroom can be as clear as possible um it's that is uh it just really supports us in mm-hmm. letting go because we can be really aware of little tiny details in mm. our environment so simple restful mm. um if you can store little tiny things elsewhere mm. or put your books so, in another room oh books in an uh-oh I have like well, a thousand books you, in my room. But hey, if you sleep okay, oh, then yeah, it's fine. Awesome. Sleep you is know? my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mean like I don't want to make anyone freaked out okay. if they if you're sleeping fine, then okay. you're 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 okay. But okay. if you want to support your sleep with your feng shui, make sure your room is really dark. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's quiet, or you can have use white noise mm-hmm. if it's not quiet for or earplugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A comfortable bed. It sounds simple, but that's really a big mm-hmm. deal. Some people are energized by mirrors. Mm. So that can be unsettling to some people. If mm-hmm. you have a big mirror in your room or even a little mirror and you're not sleeping soundly, you might want to try covering it and just mm. see if you sleep better. Some mm-hmm. people really do. Mm-hmm. Um, a black tourmaline. Holding a black tourmaline while you sleep oh. can be extremely restful. Could you put it under your pillow? You could. It seems for me personally, oh. having physical contact with it, like oh. having it in my palm, is uh, it, it's really restful because it um, absorbs frenetic energy. But it also, my sense is that it's protective. Yeah. So energetically protective so mm-hmm. that it helps me to rest better. Mm-hmm. But what doesn't help me rest is quartz. Have you oh, ever tried yeah. to sleep with a quartz? It's, it's energizing for me. Yeah. No, I have. I, wouldn't you let go of the crystal in the night? Um, Not the tourmaline. The tourmaline, just I have one that just like all fits night perfect. You, yeah. What about when you're dreaming? You just sleep with your hand in a fist? Most of the time. Sometimes wow. maybe I drop <laughs> <laughs> I think we I, may have uncovered any sleep problem. <laughs> the reason <laughs> if you are having sleep problems. Because I'm sleeping on a rock. Well, because you're sleeping with your hands and fists. Oh. That doesn't seem very I mean, relaxing it's, to me. It's kind of lightly clutched. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a tight fist. <laughs> okay. Um, I can recommend sleeping with minimum five cats. Oh, yeah. Real, real soothing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Aww. a cat pillow. Great, great for sleep. <laughs> a Maine Coon, especially. I don't have a cuddly cat. Oh. Sola is not cuddly, but uh, I wish when I have had cuddly one. cats, they're so uh, It's so great to sleep with cats. I just yeah. can't recommend it enough. So go adopt a cat. That's the point of this practical <laughs> magic segment. And that's practical magic. <laughs> All right. Really? Um, so no, just Uh-oh. a few more things. Okay. <laughs> um caffeine is a really obvious one that we i sometimes even am in denial about like Mm -hmm. oh i'm not sleeping well i don't know why and i'll be like well how much coffee did you have (laughs) real simple but it does you know having tea maybe instead or just cutting back a little can really help Mm -hmm. um taking a warm bath can help you sleep really deeply and um in why we sleep he talks about how um 65 degrees is actually the ideal temperature for people mm. to sleep, but making sure that you keep your feet warm. Those mm. are actually, they mm. actually warm feet and 65 degrees. I mean, you can still have covers, but that seems mm. to be the sweet spot for humans with sleep. Well, that's not very good for the environment, though, because we don't want to be cranking those air conditioners. Oh, Maybe well, a fan or something. 
Yeah, I guess where I am, it's usually the opposite. Like, oh, it's turning oh, the heater oh. down. Oh, oh, yeah. But just something to know. Yeah, know? yeah. That's it. Knowledge is power. I'm starting to know why I sleep so well. I take lots of baths. Oh, yeah. I don't really have caffeine. Oh, really? No, At all? Not really. It's amazing. I don't like caffeine. It does bad things uh, to me. Oh. Uh, and, yeah. And I'm a cat, so. Yeah. You yeah, may want to get some it. cat surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah so anything else was I going to talk about anything else in sleep magic no that's mostly it so this uh, week think about making your bedroom really restful and honoring your sleep and maybe think about a dream journal too I'm thinking mm-hmm. about that yeah yeah it's great for the Pisces season mm-hmm. all right so before we go to our card reading um, where can we find you, Tess? You can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. I've got a lot of spells and rituals on there, and yeah. you can try the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts for free mm-hmm. for a month. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst, author on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And where can we find you? At highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter or schedule a session with me. And uh, and on Instagram, highestlighthealing. That's where I am. Oh, and you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. And our website, magicmondaypodcast.com, where you can find our Patreon and other things at the show notes, everything we mention here. And anywhere else? Uh, oh, we have Facebook, a Magic Monday Pod. Oh, right. And we have a group, Magic Monday Podcast listeners, where yes. you can ask questions and just bond with other listeners. Mm-hmm. All right. I got a new tarot deck this week. And I Ooh. I know. I, I have maybe a problem with um, – I just lo- – I, I love – you know, well, if it cards. brings you joy, it's not a problem. It brings me joy. So what this is it? one What'd is called get? the Light Seers Tarot. Oh, who's the author? Um, it says their name. Well, it says Chris Ann, and hmm. and then I guess maybe that's the author. Um, I really like it because, um, it's uh very self-explanatory tarot. <laughs> like, mm. I've you know you need to use a little more of. I guess it's funny that I'm saying this as a person who does readings for a living, but with visual stuff, I get really caught in my head. So um, I was going to say you you need more of your intuition. I mean, you can always use your intuition with cards, but anyway, it's just really out there. Like it's pretty obvious every card, I think. Oh, Maybe I just relate to it more. Also, I really like they use a lot of women in this deck and there's people of color. Um. So I like that about it. And um, I'm actually, my son's friend just got a tarot deck and she, or they, sorry, wanted, um, they wanted to learn more. And my son was like, my mom can help you. <laughs> so they're coming Aww. over tomorrow and um, we're going to learn the tarot. Oh, cute. Fine. Yeah. So, all right. What are you using today? The new Sacred Self-Care Oracle that has the guide book now because the old one just so you guys know didn't have a guidebook it just had cards and now there's cards and a guidebook it's published by hay house now 
Okay, great. Oh, by Hay House. All mm -hmm. right. Well, I got the Four of Wands, which I love. I've actually picked, I haven't used this deck much, but I picked this before. It's, I love this picture, which we'll take a picture of for Patreon people. Um, but it's basically these two women at a festival <laughs> oh, dancing and having fun. Fun. Oh, yeah, that's a celebration card. Mm -hmm. So this says, yeah, celebration, prosperity. And it says, bring the noise. It's time to kick back and joyful elation. You've been building foundations. And after a period of massive shifting, it's time to enjoy some well-deserved communal bliss. Yay. Um, and then it goes on. For a while, but anyway, the the mantra is, I'm devoted to my connectedness, and I celebrate the wonder of my loving bliss with community. Oh. It says, happiness and harmony are yours to be had. Enjoy these warm vibes of celebration and success. Also, when was the last time you danced? Oh, dancing. Yeah, so maybe that's yes. what we need to hear. Yeah, and also, I mean, I feel like love the heart chakra connection it's been such a theme lately yes. so that that feeling of interconnection whether you are physically in proximity to other people or not like just feeling connected and not just to people either like plants and animals yes. and the earth. angels yeah yeah Spirit and like guides. i said i really feel like the veil is thin right now so yeah Wait, why do you think that is is it astrological i mean i think yeah, I mean, it must, well, Pisces season, but it's not mm. Pisces season yet. No. I don't know. I mean, it is if you're listening to this right now, but. Um, or on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, but um, I, I've i definitely been like, oh, wow, it's like they're right here. Yeah, I can, I can totally mm -hmm. feel that. So what did you pick? So I picked Connect with Crystals. Oh, I like it. And I feel like I've picked this one before, but it's a different image now. There's just like slight differences in this deck. Oh, okay. Um, the mantra, I am a guardian of the crystals and I allow their healing energies and ancient wisdom to crystallize in my body. Crystals are living, sentient beings. They are keepers of wisdom and light, offering a connection to other realms. You can talk to them out loud or telepathically in waking life, as well as in your dreams and meditations. They can inspire different energies within you. They can amplify your intentions. They can attract, absorb, or repel energies. Whatever you're working on, there is a crystal for the purpose. So it goes on like that, talking about, mm -hmm. you know, different ways you can work with them, holding them, putting them under your pillow, creating a charm with them. Clutching um, also... them in the night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and there's even um, crystal elixirs. Oh, you know, yeah. The... I love those. I took apophyllite elix elixir oh, yeah? just this morning. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's why I feel so loopy. Oh, yeah, that's that's a loopy one. I it love Apophyllite's one of my favorites. Me too. Did you make it yourself? No, it's an Alaskan essence. Oh, I'll put okay. it in the show notes. Yeah. I have a quartz tube that I keep meaning to make an elixir with, but I haven't oh, yet, yeah. but I really want to. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you all. Have a yes, thank week. you. Have a beautiful week.
George is a dog, even though she's a cat. 